Meet Dutch B-Boy Lee, a young breaking phenomenon taking the dance world by storm with his creativity, explosive moves, and signature style. This is a long read taken from RedBull.com, written and read by Josh Sampiero, based on an interview by Miria Juste Castillo. It's the family you have and the family you make for B-Boy Lee. The son of a B-girl, he was born into breaking. But there's more to Red Bull BC1 all-star B-Boy Lee's story, whose breaking crew became like a second family and helped him develop his own style and creative expression. Lee's mother didn't just bring him onto the planet Earth. A B-girl herself, she used her breaking skills to entertain Lee as a toddler. Now 21 years old, the Dutch breaker is known as B-Boy Lee, and it's all because of his mom's moves. I would say my mom really helped me a lot, like in the beginning, beginning. Not even really teaching me, you know? It's just me looking at her and then thinking, oh yeah, let me just try this. You know how kids and babies, they start to mimic their parents and stuff. That's exactly what I did at that young age. I was uh, two years old already standing on my head before I could even walk and, and talk properly, you know? And it was never like, okay, you have to do this in this way and you have to put your arm here, blah, blah, blah. It was never like this. It was really like just me trying to mimic my mom. And his mom had style, plenty of it. She hung around with the Turn It Loose crew and her breaking name was Molecule. She was small, fast, and her footwork was very detailed, so you had to look close to see the intricate moves. In 1998, she set up the Plan B B-Girl Express, a place for up-and-coming B-girls to come together, train, and battle. Back then, it was even harder than today to make your career out of breaking, so it's no surprise that she soon left the breaking world and got into fashion design. But it's very clear, without her involvement in breaking, it's unlikely that Lee would be the dancer he is today. Minus the fact that his mom was a B-girl and that Lee himself was a toddler standing on his head, other parts of his life were pretty predictable. School, playground, and although it would eventually prove to come in a clear second to his love of breaking, football. I mean, I was a good kid at school. Like uh, I did my homework, I did my stuff, but I was really just not liking learning, you know? Obviously, as a kid, you're like, uh, you want to play around also a lot and want to try some new stuff. So from six years old till eight, I was playing football. Nice kid. Did his homework, even if he didn't want to. All in all, it was a pretty normal life for an Amsterdam kid. Things just clicked when he met one of his mom's old friends and his mentor, Shailish Bahoran from Neuvegein, a much older breaker from the Illusionary Ruckus crew. Shailesh hung out at a spot called Nowhere, on the east side of Amsterdam, near the train station. Nowhere is where B-Boy Lee started to really find his game, as he mimicked Bahoran. Shailesh, now a choreographer with the Netherlands National Ballet, didn't really focus on teaching young Lee. Rather, like he did with his mom before, they just had fun. Shailesh would do a move, and Lee would imitate it, and then tweak it the dance and movement evolving over time. However unusual it was for a grade schooler to hang out with almost 20-year-olds, it turned out to be an important fork in the road. After a few years of learning from Shailesh, he became even more strongly attached to his identity as a breaker. 
and he knew he wanted to join a crew, but not just any crew. I saw the Ruggets at the Dutch B-Boy Championships, and I told my mom, like, yo, these guys, they are crazy, man. I'm trying to be like them, you know, be with them, practice with them. Lee wanted to be in the Ruggets. He was nine years old, and they were in their late teens. But he had a drawing. Colored pencil, not crayon. And in the drawing, he asked to be in the crew. I saw them in 2009, and then in 2010, I made a drawing saying, like, can I please join your crew? And then I gave it to them, and then they were like, okay. They were contemplating and talking about this, like, should we, should we let a, a little kid join the crew, you know? I was really young. I was nine years old, and they were 18, 19, you know, like a very different phase in life. So eventually I took some math classes and I joined the crew. And then, uh, yeah, ever since 2010, I've been doing battles with them. Also commercial shows, theater shows as well. A little bit of everything. Being in a crew at that time meant Lee had to work, train, and travel to competitions. But this wasn't a big budget thing. And for the first few years, Lee's mom came along. Although eventually, she just had to trust Lee and the crew. My mom didn't have a lot of money at the time. So for her to buy tickets the whole time for herself is, uh, is expensive. So the first few years, she joined me and uh, went around with me. But then eventually she said like, okay, I trust these guys. You know, I trust the Ruggets. I don't know the exact name in English, but somebody of the Ruggets, they had to fill in a form so they can travel with me because I was still young. And then if we go to the border security, they have to show the form like the mom of this kid, she trusts me to take care of him. As Lee went through his teenage years, his conviction actually wavered. At times, he'd step back from full commitment to breaking. There was still the obligation of school and the pull of football, a much more common dream for a 16-year-old to have. The daydream of football is easy, but he had to choose. For me to combine football and breaking like was impossible, you know, because I already knew like if I was going to play football like seriously, whilst already being on a on a certain level with breaking, if I get injured from football, I can do breaking. So it was like, OK, I got to make a choice. And then obviously my first love was breaking and I was already good at it. And like I was with the Ruggets for a very long time. And I already told them, like, I just want to finish school, go back to y'all tour with y'all abroad and uh, do international stuff and uh, get back. Lee put the breaking on pause to focus on high school, graduating in 2018. But his first love and the promise he made to his crew was always in the background. When I was in school, I already started to break more a little bit. And then when I graduated, I, I said to my crew, okay, let's go. I'm not going back to school anymore. I'm not gonna study. I'm gonna put my full focus into into breaking, and that's exactly what I did. Ever since 2018, it's been more battles, more international battles, commercial shows, show gigs, the shows also international. Over the next few years, Lee started to develop his style. Breaking, an art and a sport, is about expressive performance, power, strength, agility, skills. But ultimately, it's creativity that shines through, and Lee has plenty. I would say my good points for my breaking is I'm, I'm unique, so there isn't someone else that, that dances like me. Uh, I break 
I would say I break different. I use a lot of slides. So using my uh, certain body parts to slide over the floor and stuff. I think I'm just, I, I think I'm just, when I dance, I'm like super free, you know? If you look at me, like I'm someone that doesn't think a lot before battling. I'm like more in a moment type of b-boy. Breaking is a rather untraditional sport. There's very few trainers, very few coaches. You learn from fellow breakers. And of course, your path to a career is difficult to define. Is success defined by contest wins or accolades? Social media presence? Making money and paying bills? Over the years, Lee has been making a name for himself all over the world, including victories at Crash Fest in 2020, the 2021 Red Bull BC1E battle, and the 2022 Dutch Breaking Solo B-Boy competition. He even recently became a member of the Red Bull BC1 All-Stars. In November, he'll be heading to New York City for the Red Bull BC1 World Final. It's a chance to compete on the global stage and expand his career even further. On the horizon, there might be a bid for Paris 2024, the very first Olympic Games to include breaking. At 21, Lee is just stepping into the golden years of his breaking career, while many of the ruggeds are reaching their mid-30s and moving on to other steps of life. But the bond remains. Even though he's now got a place with the Red Bull BC1 All-Stars, it's still crew first. When you look at Lee's history closely, it's clear his breaking community was around for the most important parts of his life. When he decided he was Lee, the B-boy, it was because he felt at home with this group of adopted friends and mentors. My family is not that big, so I would call my mom like my only real family. They are friends, but for me, it's like almost blood related, you know, like really family. The love for my crew, it really runs deep. So I would never, never, ever leave them for sure. Even if sometimes it doesn't go so good with, with the crew, doesn't matter, like we're always gonna stick together. Lee's future is bright, but looking ahead, what will the rising talent take with him? Just like he started his career, a strong sense of community, a family, and one more lesson from his mother. I would say, uh, don't listen to people that, wait, let me, let me say this correctly. Basically, just don't listen to everybody because some people that don't have a lot of knowledge, they try to tell you things, but Sometimes it's just better for you to figure it out alone and then eventually you realize that what they said is not like uh, it wasn't important, you know. Obviously like breaking and social media right now, like a lot of people have things to say, but it's your choice to be affected to this, you know. In an age where everybody is constantly paying attention to what's happening on their phones, it's a mature place to be. And while it might be surprising to hear from 21-year-old Lee, whose career was basically built on social media, it really shouldn't be surprising because he's built himself a network of real friends who really care about him and each other. So what I would say to my 10-year-old self is like, just be yourself. Don't listen too much what people have to say, except what people have to say that are your people. Because, yeah, when I was young, a lot of people were like talking about like, yeah, these kids are really good, but, uh, you know, they don't have certain things. But yeah, it, it didn't really affect me, though. My mom always told me, like, uh, you shouldn't listen to those people. We're all doing breaking. We, we're all doing something we love. 
and uh, the support is always amazing. This article was taken from RedBull.com. For more articles like this one, follow Beyond the Ordinary wherever you get your podcasts.